0: Welcome to What Would Leland Do? I'm with my friend, Dylan Slattery. <laughs> I'm just going to keep having fun. <laughs> say, say hello, sir. Hello, dear Leland. So today, we are going to talk about uh, another one of all podcasts, podcasts, uh, his tweet storm, that he did a podcast about his tweet storm. Um, and it is about... Well, I guess, how would you summarize it? What, what were the 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 basic uh, premise is that you need to get, you need to arm yourself with specific knowledge and we'll unpack what that is and how he defines that. But um, the basic premise of this was arm yourself with specific knowledge. So uh, the first thing that I had first note that I wrote down was about accountability. And so he says that, you know, if you want to build wealth, because all of this is about building wealth, uh, you need to be, you need to gain accountability, meaning people need to be able to give you money and trust that you'll be able to produce an outcome for them. Uh, If nobody trusts you to be accountable for anything, then you won't be able to make enough money to, uh, to be successful. He uses the example later of like if you're building a house and you're only smart enough to, you're only capable of doing the manual labor, then you don't have that much accountability. But if you can build, you can get all of the wood for the project and the blueprints, and you can put the whole thing together. You have more accountability, therefore you get paid more. Uh, so accountability is something that you sort of earn and develop as you develop, as you develop specific knowledge. So accountability, what, what jumps out at you about that Dylan? Yeah,
1: I think the example that jumps out to me is uh, he's used Warren Buffett a few times in terms of uh, building that trust and credibility, I think could be another adjective to, to describe um, the concept in that, you know, Warren Buffett, <clears throat> because of his consistency in having success and, and uh, proven results over the years, has allowed him more opportunities to continue to prove himself. Um, and so now he's seen as an expert or uh, one with specific knowledge in, in investing.
0: Yeah and be, because he's proven that he can be accountable if he was to lose all his money tomorrow I think Naval says this that if he was to lose all his money tomorrow there would be a bunch of people that would just give him a bunch more of their money to invest it uh because he's proven himself to be capable right um and so he's he can through accountability that's one of the one of the reasons he's been wealthy which actually brings us to our next point, uh, which is finding leverage. So if you want to gain specific knowledge and you want to get wealthy, you need to find leverage. So in the Warren Buffett example, uh, money is an example of leverage. You can, with money, you can use it to create more money. Uh, Having employees is an example of leverage. Technology, YouTube videos now, uh, podcasts, right? This is a form of leverage. Um, yeah, leverage. What, uh, any ideas come to mind for you about building wealth with leverage with maybe even with what you do with your podcast?
1: Yeah, I think one of the points that really caught my attention was that not everything can be taught, but everything can be learned. And so through that curiosity, um, that's where you can uncover your, uh, niche per se, or your passion for a certain area of specific knowledge, um, yeah. And so, you know, going back to the Warren Buffett example, as a young child, he went from being a paper boy uh, as a as a really young child to then uh, getting a bunch of his friends to essentially work for him. Uh, and so he so he would realize through his curiosity at a young age that he could make more money doing less work uh, by organizing his friends to to do the paper route. Um, so to relate it to my specific example, through through this idea of wanting to share this message of you know hope and overcoming adversity and in the face of adversity, uh, I got curious as to how I could spread this message uh faster more effectively and reach just a a higher number of people on a more consistent basis and through that curiosity i came across the idea of of a podcast and so you know i can be in people's ears each and every week rather than you know trying to to go out and find that speaking gig um that may or may not be you know once or twice a month
0: yeah, so podcast is a great form of leverage. One of the things that Naval uh mentions later is that a lot of the forms of leverage now are what he calls permissionless. So, um you can do a podcast, you can just do it, right? And people can listen. There's no nobody needs to give you permission whereas uh one of the other forms of leverage is manual labor and you need to have somebody agree to work for you, right? In order to get that leverage, or if you want money as leverage, uh, somebody needs to give you that money, right? So it's not permissionless. But podcasts, YouTube videos, like Facebook posts, all of those are you can just do them, right? You don't they don't require somebody to give you the leverage, which is sort of a new a new deal. And for you, you're right. Like you record one podcast, and then that podcast can get listened to a million times, and you've told your story a million times without you needing to be there breathing the oxygen, making the noises. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, but but podcasts are a great form of leverage. And then, so the the next uh, piece, he says specific knowledge, but these are all related to specific knowledge because you need to be accountable. You know, if you're, if you're building houses, you need to be accountable in that specific thing. One of the things that he touches on is that uh, specific knowledge is something that, uh has to be learned not I mean you said this earlier but he also like kind of hammered home that if they can teach it in school or they can train it then they'll just train you out of a job and so uh (laughs) and the the weird twist of this and you and I are both at that age that when you get to the age around like 20 or 30 29 30 that you lose control over what you can do to build your specific knowledge and you need to start sort of looking backwards at your life and say, all right, what have I already done that gives me specific and unique knowledge that I can then leverage, uh, rather than trying to go seek out and get a bunch of new, like new specific knowledge. Not that you should, like you should always be doing that as well. Um, but yeah, so specific knowledge, I know for you, we and I have talked a lot about it. So like you do speaking, you tell your story. Um, you know, I do YouTube and help with people on, on YouTube and with memberships, all a sort of very, very much specific knowledge that you, that you have uh, because there aren't a lot of people that, yeah, because the stuff that you've, you, you, you have done can't be taught, right? I mean, would you agree with that? I mean, the podcasting is, but that's not exactly it. It's telling your story through podcasts, which, you know, it's, it's an art, right?
1: Yeah. I think one of the things that he's maybe alluding to is that it can't be duplicated. Like, my story is my story. Like, nobody else is going to have that. And that's true for everybody. But um, I think in terms of... <clears throat> what I do is try to relate my story to a certain aspect of the listener's life and say, you know, if he can do this, I can do it too. And, and most often when I'm speaking in person with someone who's, who's gone through something or is going through something, and I, I like to bring up the fact that, first of all, they're not alone in their struggle. And because they're not alone, uh, they can – in fact, use their struggle as a platform to help someone else get through theirs. And so when you do that, you're able to make this struggle your purpose and make it bigger than yourself. And so when you're not only fighting for yourself, but you're fighting for other people, it can, it can give you that leverage to continue to fight when
0: maybe other people would give up. Yeah, and, and it, I mean, to tie it, to tie it in, because you've been through that stuff specifically, um, you know, your you you can speak on it. Other people cannot. I mean, other people do. I'm not saying that they're, you know what I mean. Uh, but it 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 adds to your arsenal, your skill stack, your uniqueness. And then you throw podcasts on top of that, and then you throw public speaking on top of that. Um, you know, that's sort of your skill stack, right? Scott Adams talks about skill stack. Uh, one of the things that I think ties a lot, a lot of this together is that he says, and this is the important thing with specific knowledge, because they bring up Scott Adams a little bit and they bring up the skill stack. And, uh, and Naval says, he's like, you know, you, you're better off pursuing your interests specifically because if you're not a hundred percent into it, somebody else will be, and they'll outperform you. And so, when he says that it should ring true or ring, I mean, a certain, it should make everybody think a a very specific way. Like what am I a hundred percent into? Like what I'm, you know what I mean? Uh, Mm -hmm. And what, and for me, like, I sort of know my answer. Like I, I like the space that I'm working in. I like video marketing and I like sort of, uh, so I'm not, if, you, if it feels like play and looks like work, then you're in a good space. You know, that's another thing they say. But, boy, it's one of those things, shit, I'm doing this thing, and I'm not 100% into it, and the guy over here is. And it's like, you don't have a chance, because if you're trying to get wealthy, right, uh, <laughs> what do they say? Like, the the number one horse in the race gets all the money, and then the number two gets, like, you know, way less. So – If you're going to be number two, then you're just, the rewards aren't there. So you need to be number one. And the only way you're going to be number one is to be so into it, so obsessed with whatever your thing is that, yeah, that it's not even worth it to compete with you. (laughs) Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what jumps out at you for that though? I mean, if you're not a hundred percent into it, you'll be outperformed. Do, does that scare you? Does that excite you? How does that hit you?
1: I think it makes sense in a lot of ways. It's like the, the person who has the most skin in the game is going to be the last one to quit. That's what it comes down to. And so the person who's all in is going to you know, push harder and longer. They're going to stay in the race longer than anybody else because they, they want it more and they're willing to put more on the line. But I think um, the last point that he makes that stuck out to me was uh, that our, our uh, like niche and specific knowledge is most often times revealed to us in situations. And a lot of times it's observed by others.
0: Yes. Yes. He mentions his mom saying, you're going to be a business person. And he's like, "What do you say?" No, I'm going to be a scientist. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, how did that? How did that land on you? I
1: I just think of one of my mentors, and I think that's another reason why it's so important to have mentors in your life. Uh, is because they can not only can they check your blind spots, but they can also see things in you that maybe you can't. And I think that's what makes a good coach great is seeing. A specific skill set in somebody and being able to um, make that skill set gel with for the best of um, for the team to perform at its best like how can we use each individual player to their best to make the team perform to its best um, and so being able to see different things and how they can work together uh, it reminds me of <clears throat> one of my mentors he was a baseball coach and then was a speaker because there was a movie made about him coaching. Uh, His name is Ken Stock. And during my battle with cancer, he said, one day you're going to look back and be able to share this story and inspire other people. And so it was like that seed was planted because he could already see something in me um, that I couldn't necessarily see in myself. I would never spoken before. I'd never shared my story, Um, but he could see something in me that, Uh, would eventually bear fruit so that's kind of what I took away from that
0: well and I mean even just to tie it back to specific knowledge like a good coach or a good consultant and I've I mean you know this like I've I work with a bunch of them and uh, yeah they can see you and look at you and see potholes and things in the future that at the time you're like it just won't register right they're blind spots right if somebody says there's something in your blind spot like obviously you don't see it and you know um but that in itself is a form of specific knowledge because you can only develop that sense of of understanding people by i would say like understanding the laws of the universe is like a good point like a good cuz you can look at somebody like you and just know that okay he's going to be able to be on stage and be able to tell a story and and know that but a coach who's not a seasoned person who might just walk in and give you advice you know might tell you, might tell you something that's less inspiring. Still, you know, trying to do good things, but not, um, not the right thing to tell you. The right thing to tell you comes from somebody who understands specific knowledge and you know what I mean? And so that's one of the things like, I've just put a firm hand, uh, foot in the ground of like, I just don't listen to advice from people who are, it's like, I love you, I don't give a shit what you think. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that unless they have specific knowledge in the thing that I'm like trying to change. Cause you know, it's just one of those, if you want to accelerate your learning curve, go find somebody who's done exactly <laughs> what you want to do and learn from them. And it's really important that you don't, uh, pollute your mind, so to speak with people who haven't done it and are sharing opinions cause they might sound credible, but just cause something sounds credible, uh, it can be really wrong. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so specific knowledge, I guess we'll tie that in. Find a coach that has specific knowledge if you're trying to achieve a goal. And uh, yeah, so pretty good. Accountability, leverage, specific knowledge. Um, if you're not 100% into it, you will be out competed. Is there any other notes to end on for this little podcast? No, just the
1: last thing with what you said, uh, I, I, don't, I think it can't be summed up better than Teddy Roosevelt's quote that says, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood.
0: Yes, perfect. We will end on that. Thank you, guys. Drop. Bye. <laughs>